Hi, I'm Eric Voss, and X-Men Dark Phoenix just revealed in cast interviews the reason this movie was delayed so many times it became a bit overshadowed by Marvel Studios' crowning moment with Avengers Endgame, and Disney's acquisition of all the Fox Marvel properties like the X-Men and Deadpool, and as we know from Ruffalo and Holland, putting superhero actors in front of the press to try to explain the most confusing aspects of these movies is always a delight. I'm going to break down what they said and what it means for the upcoming Dark Phoenix film and how these X-Men movies relate to the Marvel films in this big family reunion that they're about to have. Spoiler warning in case any of my speculation ends up being right. Okay, recently Yahoo UK sat down with a cast of Dark Phoenix, including James McAvoy, who plays Charles Xavier, Michael Fassbender, Magneto, Sophie Turner, Jean Grey, and Jessica Chastain playing a new mystery villain character. McAvoy and Fassbender said that this movie's release was delayed from November 2018 to over a year and a half later because the filmmakers rewrote and reshot the entire third act because the movie that they were making was too similar to another superhero movie. McAvoy was like, the finale had to change. There was a lot of overlap and parallels with another superhero movie that came out a while ago, and we had no idea that we were. And then Fassbender cuts in, they had spies on set, basically they stole our ideas. And McAvoy was like, we were basically trawling through the same source material, it seems. The interviewer was like, can you name which film? And McAvoy's like, no. So, which other superhero movie were they talking about? Most likely, Captain Marvel. Dark Phoenix is an adaptation of Chris Claremont's epic Dark Phoenix saga in the 80s X-Men comics, in which Jean Grey comes into contact with the cosmic Phoenix Force and gets overtaken with a violent power that she struggles to control. Meanwhile, Captain Marvel was adapted from a more recent relaunch of the character in the past decade, with Air Force pilot Carol Danvers taking on the title directly, a much more popular version of the Captain Marvel comics than her previous incarnation of Miss Marvel, female companion to the original male Captain Marvel in the old comics. The Captain Marvel film that came out this year began production in March 2017 and wrapped in July 2017. Carol Danvers struggles with memory loss, brainwashed by the Kree into thinking the shape-shifting Skrull are evil, with a mentor figure restraining her inner glowy powers until she lashes out against everyone and blows up a bunch of stuff in space just outside Earth's orbit. The Dark Phoenix movie began shooting in June 2017, right as Captain Marvel was wrapping production. And if they were following many plot points from the Dark Phoenix comics, Jean Grey would also turn against a mentor figure trying to control her, unleash an inner glowy power, and presumably also blow up a bunch of stuff in space. Captain Marvel exists in the same Marvel comic universe that the X-Men do, but these movie universes have been separate because until recently they were owned by different film studios. Marvel Studios notoriously keeps their movie plot lines tightly under wraps, and the team working on Dark Phoenix over at Fox in the summer of 2017 would probably have no way of knowing any similarities between their film and the Captain Marvel film. And you just gotta sympathize with the Dark Phoenix team. Because the Dark Phoenix character in the comics is really the OG of this kind of character arc. Sure, there were other female badasses throughout the years in the Marvel comics before Dark Phoenix Saga, but Claremont's story was really a huge game changer. The first major instance of a comic exploring the complex inner world of a female superhero, making her a figure to be feared and respected. It was awesome when this happened. And you could argue without the Dark Phoenix saga being so popular, we never would have had a Carol Danvers relaunch of Captain Marvel decades later. So really, the timing has just been unfortunate. Fox already had its shot at adapting the Dark Phoenix saga in X-Men The Last Stand, but director Brett Ratner scaled it down to a weird romantic subplot in a movie that a lot of fans weren't that crazy about. And after The Last Stand, the X-Men franchise gravitated more around the Wolverine character, and to a lesser degree, Mystique, adapting storylines 
ones like Days of Future Past, Age of Apocalypse, Old Man Logan, and just waited too long to take another shot at Dark Phoenix. Look, I obviously have a lot of opinions about these characters, and it's because I've always devoured comics and consumed everything I could find about them, including any audiobooks on these subjects, which I discovered on Audible. Thank you to Audible for sponsoring this episode. Audible has an insane selection of audiobooks, including one that I really liked, Marvel Comics The Untold Story by Sean Howe. It takes you through the fascinating history of Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and the others as their characters like the X-Men reflected social change throughout the 20th century and how figures like Jean Grey were so influential that rival film studios inadvertently incorporated their story arcs. You can listen to Audible while commuting, cooking, cleaning, in the waiting room, at the gym, where, for whatever reason, I never get too sweaty to tap that Audible app button and listen to my favorite audiobooks. You can start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Just go to audible.com slash newrockstars. Again, audible.com slash newrockstars, A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash N-E-W-R-O-C-K-S-T-A-R-S or text newrockstars to 500-500. Okay, let's get back to the ways Dark Phoenix could still be a great film. If you continue to watch that Yahoo interview, Sophie Turner goes on to say that the third act changes were for the best because now the story ends with a grounded human conflict instead of a CGI spectacle, which to me always sounds like one character holding another character as they die. But it is still a superhero movie. You can always still have some pretty effects filling the screen while that happens. And as recently Dead Man Stark once said, why not both? Really, the most interesting change to me involves Jessica Chastain's character. It's actually pretty hilarious to hear Chastain try to describe her trying to catch up with her character as the rewrites and reshoots transformed it. She was like, my character changed a lot, which is an interesting thing because I'm not playing someone from the comics, so it was almost like every day trying to figure out who am I? The mystery of who is this character? And then understanding that, also with the reshoots, realizing it was changed again, it was like a constant evolution. Yikes! Folks, no actor, even one as talented as Jessica Chastain is, should ever start every day of shooting wondering who the hell is my character? But we, the nerds, can wonder. Chastain has implied that her character was never going to be someone specific from the comics. So that rules out the Shi'ar Empress Lalandra or her sister Deathbird, as has been speculated before. And now it sounds like she's going to be a new original alien character who's trying to help the alien Dabari Empire. But back at one point, Jessica Chastain's character was credited as Smith and described as a shapeshifter. That could imply that Chastain's character was originally going to be a Skrull, the shapeshifting race that appeared in Captain Marvel. Now, it was always a little unclear which studio had the rights to the Skrull, since in the comics they've always been more associated with the Fantastic Four, which was a Fox property. But no one outside of Marvel Studios knew the Captain Marvel film would feature the Skrull until concept art was leaked in July 2017, when Dark Phoenix was already a month into shooting. At that point, it's likely that many of Chastain's scenes would have been shot, as well as the movie's original finale. Unless this is a legal thing and Marvel had bought back the rights to the scroll and the Dark Phoenix team just somehow didn't know that, I really don't see a problem with Dark Phoenix keeping its story the same. So what if Dark Phoenix ended up being a little similar to Captain Marvel? In 2016, Captain America Civil War had a lot of similar elements to Batman v Superman, which came out a month before that movie did. And you know what? I didn't really care. It's Hollywood. All of these stories are derivative echoes of each other. Like, I can watch Stranger Things Super 8 in the It reboot, even though they're all essentially the same story, in some cases with the same actors, and still enjoy all of them pretty much the same. So even if Jean Grey's story arc ends up being similar to Carol Danvers, Dark Phoenix could still be a better film than Captain Marvel was. So again, to quote Mr. Stark, 
Why not both? Comment down below and tell me whether you think Dark Phoenix was right to change its ending or if it should have left it the same. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EA Voss. Subscribe to New Rockstars. Thanks for joining me, and I'm going to close out with an impression of Red Skull in an acapella singing group. Oh, wait. Yesterday's video already ended that way. Damn. i got to do a new ending. You know what? I get you now, Dark Phoenix.